another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farver. I'm your host. On this episode, we have, again, live episodes in person uh, with my guest comedian, Giovanni Diaz. This is a fun episode, uh, very interesting and very open uh, guest. I love I love when people tell me their stories. Uh, a lot of stuff I learned about uh, prostitution and stripping in the suburbs of Chicago, this underground world that I need to be familiar with. Uh, it's a fun episode. Thank you so much for listening through us, uh, with the zoom episodes. I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing that every once in a while with some guests that, uh, we can't do live. Uh, I think it's fine. Uh, message me if you think the, the sound is unbearable, but I, I listen to them and I, I think they're, they're pretty solid and the guests are amazing. Obviously, uh, if you haven't already subscribe, uh, review us, uh, please give us a five star review. Uh, it helps a lot. I really appreciate you th- those of you who have done that it takes a few seconds but you have no idea how much it helps uh with our rankings and keeping the podcast free speaking of keeping the podcast free check out our sponsors as well they've been so supportive throughout all this and uh if you're interested in being a sponsor as well let me know message me uh i would love to add you to the list of happy happy uh sponsors um if you don't believe me ask them check them out um, check out my website, Paul F comedy. Um, I've got some dates coming up finally back on the road. I'm excited. And, um, let's see. Oh, my YouTube page. I'm going to start putting clips up again. I do have the YouTube clips of the live shows that we did by zoom. I should say not the live shows, but the ones you can see me and see my guests, uh, with Val Gangas episode 199, the 200th episode with Jeannie Dugan, uh, Christina Walkingshaw, 2002 and Jane Johnson 2001. Uh, thank you so much everyone for listening and uh, enjoy this episode. For those of you new to the podcast, uh, you need to know that I'm a huge reader. I love biographies and nonfiction. It's something I do. Uh, and one of my favorite books of recent time is Perfect Pain by Param Parstron. It's a friend of mine who wrote it. It's just a perfect story of how Everything appears to be perfect, but in reality, there was a lot of demons in someone's life. And this book talks about how, through therapy, Param Parastran overcame all his uh, his fears, his pain, his problems through therapy and, uh, and came up on top on the other side. Um, it's a great book. It's a great journey. I highly recommend it. Um, you can get it at... Uh, Amazon, actually, he reduced the price recently. So um, if you are on Amazon.com, go buy it. But here's what I'm going to do for our listeners or watchers, if you're on YouTube. Um, if you review the podcast, Singles Only, on on iTunes or wherever you listen, send it to me at pfarvar at gmail.com. I will send you a free copy of the book, Perfect Pain. It's a $20 value. It's a memoir by Param Parastran. That's how confident I am that you'll love it. Um, and if you do love it, um, tell people, review it. If you've read it already, review it, please. We want to get the word out on this great book. Um, I don't know what else I can do. It's just such an amazing journey. Um, it makes you, it gives you hope. It's uh, something we all need right now. Perfect Pain by Param Parastron. Please check it out, perfectpain.com, or message me for your free copy. 
It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farver. As you know, we have no voice of reason on this podcast for purposes of safety and quarantining rules here in Chicago, which I am following. We are socially distanced from our guest, my guest, a very funny comedian and podcaster, host of the Lobo Den podcast, Giovanni Diaz. Giovanni. How are you? Hi, good. I am doing good. How are you, Paul? I'm swell. Thanks for doing the podcast. Uh, you reached out to me, and then I, you said you told me some stories uh, briefly, and I was like, yes, we need to get you on the <laughs> podcast. Uh, I, you're a Chicago comedian based out here, right? Well, I come, I live in the suburbs, like Waukegan Beach Park area, but I come, yeah, I mic in basically in Chicago okay. when stand-up was a thing. People, people in Denmark don't know the difference, so you're fine. <laughs> I'm like an hour away. But. Okay, fair enough. Um, and so you're single. I am single. I've been single for a long time, yes. How long? Ooh, years. I mean, I've had two girlfriends, but at least the last five years I've been single, I can think of. Early. Cops are already coming for you? No. Did I, you hear that? Because <laughs> I'm Mexican. No, two years ah. ago, I had a girlfriend for 29, or maybe a year, about two years ago, I had one girlfriend for 29 days. 29 days yeah, 29 days how did you that's a very specific mark it's like almost a month yeah we okay. almost got to the month so it was a girl where i think we were basically it was a friends with benefits and it should have stayed that way and then i pushed it for more because i thought that's what she, i don't know i was confused i thought that's what she wanted so then i i told my friends i think i'm gonna ask her out i don't know and then i asked her out at this restaurant it's this chocolate place that i can't go to anymore and then 29 days later, she broke up with me at this chicken place called Cluckers in the parking lot. Why Why do you remember all these locations? It's like the movie uh, Better Off Dead, where like he looks at every... Do you remember that movie? It might be before your I time have, with John I Cusack. Not, I have not. What, what's the significance of Cluckers and, and uh, this... Because I got dumped there, okay. so I remember that. You know so you mean? don't go there anymore? No, I don't at all. And why can't you go to the chocolate place anymore? Because that's where I asked her out, right? Okay. I oh, you her. can't go. They haven't barred you. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, no, I didn't like embarrass myself or anything like that, but... Yeah, that's where I asked her out, and you know, that's where I was like, "Oh, how'd you meet this girl? How did I meet her? Uh, just through a friend. Okay, yeah, just through a friend, and then we started hanging out, and we started sleeping with each other, and it was we'd hang out, sleep with each other, maybe hang out. Friends with benefits. Yeah, and it was fine. It was fine. It should have stayed that way. And you screwed it up. And <laughs> yeah, I screwed. Well, what? Well, look, you've never been married. Mm, no, no, I've been engaged once. You were engaged for okay. a week. Yes. A week. Yes. How did this happen? She won't. Well, what happened? Is this, is this for citizenship purposes? No, okay. no. What happened? So I was in my, this is my first girl. I think it was a girl I lost my virginity to, right? And we were going out. We broke up. So I actually, what happened was she broke up with me, right? And then I was desperate. I was like, what do I do? And I was like, you know what? Maybe she broke up with me because I wasn't committed enough or didn't show that I was committed. So I bought, went to Jared, bought a ring, and then I proposed to her. This is after she broke up with me, right? So to then, try to win her back? Yeah, to try to win her back. And she okay. said yes. It was in my car. It was pathetic. I was like, would you marry How me? How old are you? Early 20s. Okay. Early 20s. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, she gave, I, she gave, she said yes, I think. And she was, it was, I think she just didn't want to like. Hurt your feelings? Yeah, hurt my feelings. She took the ring? Took the ring uh, for about a week we're engaged. And then she's like, hey, we got to talk. And then she gave me the ring back uh, at some diner. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the name of it, but uh, the Paragon. Anyways, I'm 24 hour diner. Gave me the ring back because I can't do this. And I was like, all right. Then I was stuck with that ring for like two years because nobody, it was a Jared ring, right? And nobody. Did you like check her sizes or anything like that? Oh, you just yeah, free? yeah, okay. yeah. I, check, I used to work at Sears Jewelry, so I knew my <laughs> sizes. I knew how that stuff worked. You know, I knew her size. Oh, you know what? Because I bought her a promise ring before. Oh, dear. How, wait, let me, let's yes, back sir. up a little. Let's, let's slow down here. So 
you lost your virginity. How old were you when you lost your virginity? I think I was 18. Okay. So, uh, how long did you uh, date after? Did she did you, she lose her virginity to you as no, well? Okay. No, she lost it to. Well, I can't name same names. Right, no names. But uh, I know the guy she lost it to because before Facebook stalking, I did pre stalking. So <laughs> basically, like I she she went to a school in Zion, and I found out about the guy she was with. Right, because I had a thing for her, but she was with a boyfriend. And I was like, I couldn't Facebook stock, but I was I worked at a toy store and this girl like, oh, I went to <laughs> I went to Zion. I was like, you have the yearbook? Yeah, I have the year. I was like, so I met her up in Zion. The other like, girl. Some girl I just worked with who went to the same high school. She had a yearbook. So I went, met her up to borrow her yearbook. So and I went through all the yearbooks to find how the guy looked, where she was. Every picture that she was in on the yearbook. This is pre Facebook stock. Right. I was stalking. So like, yeah. And eventually we we started dating. After okay. she broke up with that guy. So how did you how did you get a hold of her after how did you find out she broke up with this guy? Um this is in high school? Yeah. Okay. You know what? Oh, she was now remember she was she was dating this guy, right? But I would always uh hang I I'd go she worked at a the Claire's, right? She worked Claire's and Gurney. Okay. The place with the earrings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Claire's oh. Boutique. Yeah, the Claire's Boutique, yeah, yeah. right? So I'd ha- I'd go there. I don't know if I worked in the mall and I'd go there and kind of hang out. And I knew she had a boyfriend, but I was just like there just waiting, you know what I mean, yeah. for a uh, uh for her to break up, uh, we can't. I don't want. We can't curse on here, right? Yeah, you can. Like, there was. It's what's the lyric? Uh, uh, a shoulder to cry. It's. I think it's G, not Jeezy. Some guy from the West Coast, but it's like a shoulder to cry on, turns into a, a dick to write on. Okay. Sorry to be graphic. But no, you can. Be okay, graphic. I don't know if you heard that phrase. But, I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, I was there, and you were there waiting in the so wings knew, for yeah, the breakup. Yeah, I was waiting. Fair enough for a breakup. Okay. And then they broke, and she gave me oh, my first piercing too. She's like, "Let me pierce your ear," and she did it all wrong. So I have this one wrong hole in one of my ears yeah. that's like there to remind me like Ugh, you're a loser so how long did you guys date before you lost your virginity to her we dated not that that long let's say maybe a few months or something okay. like that and we were together overall for like two years so it was towards the end when the engagement up, stuff happened then the engagement and then gave me the ring back and then i was stuck with this ring for like i think two years how'd you get rid of it two years later uh it was so i had a warranty on the ring right at jared right i bought it at the jared, jared. Old, Orchard, yeah. old orchard and so I had to drive to keep the warranty on it. I had to go, go check in with them like once or twice a year. They inspect it. They clean it. And it keeps the warranty. So I'd go there. But then they opened up a Jared closer to me in Vernon Hills. So I'd go there, right? And then they would see me there every few months. And finally, one of the salespersons was like, uh, so what, what's up with this ring? They just asked me, like, what, what's the deal here? They would just see this lo- a lone guy cleaning this ring. And I told her, look, I bought the ring. I couldn't return it after the 30 days. I can only exchange it. So... And I can't sell. Nobody wants to buy it. And she's like, oh, that's sad. So let me talk to my manager. So they went. She talked to her manager. And they told her, like, my sap story. And the manager's like, you know what? We'll give you a credit. You can go get something else. Because at that point, the policy, you can only exchange it for another diamond. So they let me get a watch. So I had a tag war for a few years. From uh, Jared? For, yeah, from oh, Jared. Nice. Yeah. And so it got stolen or something at these apartments. <laughs> I used to live in Section 8 or something. Well, that's good that you got you got, you got got a watch out of a, a broken uh, engagement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. works. So let me ask you this. Um, are you that was your engagement. What's the longest relationship you've had uh, as adult, excluding this two year thing that you had when you were a kid? My second serious girlfriend. It, it was maybe we dated together. We were together maybe two three years, but we were on and off for gotcha. a long time. Like who knows? How old years. were you at that point? Maybe twenty five. Okay, twenty five. How old are you now? Thirty six. Okay. Uh-huh. And when was the last last girlfriend you or girl you dated for more than three months? Has Ooh, it been a while? No, that's her. That was her. It was. It was her. Nine years ago. It was. Yeah, it was or, her. Or eleven years ago. I'm bad yeah. at math. I'm, not, I'm worse. It was her, and then a girl for two weeks, 
right? But then I found out she was uh, dating her ex, and like her ex showed up on her first yeah. date with her her name on Mark, like "Take Me Back," and I on just his tattoo yeah, her, on her arm. No, in a sharpie. It, like, oh, it said "Take Me Back," and I'm just I went to go pick her up, and then he shows up. That was our first date. Wait, she had "Take Me Back" on her arm. He did. So oh, was, he did. I went to just go to pick her up. We're gonna go out to eat. And then as I'm there, he pulls up to the house. I don't even know what's going on. I didn't know. Yeah. And he shows up and he and it said, take me back. Written on his arm. On his on Sharpie. And over here said, I love you. And the other arm. From her to him. From him to her. Okay. And. Oh, he wrote it on his own fucking arm. On his own arm. Okay. And he shows up like this. And he's like, take me back. It's like a whatever. Saint with and his arms like, out. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Right. And me and the dude almost kind of got a little bit into a fight. Like I was just, I stayed out of it. But then he like said something to me. And then, you know, the Mexican side, it was like, you know. Got defensive and wanted to fight, and then we ended up going on. A d- I right there, I should be like, I should bail, but I, I like ignoring red. You flies. still went out with her? Yes, <laughs> I do that a lot. So when this guy shows up to her house with "Take Me Back" and "I Love You" or whatever on his arms, mm-hmm. and he's showing it to her, what is she doing? She's like, "Oh my God, I told you not to talk not, to me. Get out of here!" Right? Blah blah blah. And he's like, and I'm just there watching, and it settles down. The mom comes out, and then we go. We still go on a date, and then she told me some lies or something. Like oh no, it, we were, it's been over for a while. He's How crazy. old was this guy? Uh, let's see, I'm, I'm in my early 20s, so we're all probably all around the same same age. age? Yeah, and this is the, this is the suburbs. This is like what? Yeah, no, actually, she lived in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I'm not not too far from me. It's like right. 25, 30 minutes. So I'd go up and, and meet her. Like, oh, what is it? There's a gas station in Wisconsin. When I see it, reminds me of her because it Casey's. P, no, P something. Or okay. Something. And then when I see him, it just because uh, there was one always on the way to her house when I'd go to, to go hang out with her. So it's still <laughs> you get your coffee. I get, yeah. Cluckers. Uh, yeah. I get trauma. Jared. Yeah. All these you got all these trauma, locations that have memories me. for you. Trigger me. And this guy fucking what a weirdo to do that. Like it's and it's not like that permanent. What, what does he think is going to happen? It's just a Sharpie. Yeah. And it's if he's tattooed. I don't know what was going on in it, but I still want to date with her. But then I found out. She was telling me like it's over, but then she was still kind of messing around with him, and that's when I found out two weeks later. That's when I bailed. Yeah, so her for two weeks, then the twenty nine day chick, which she, she was cool. Days. I just ruined that. I just made it something it shouldn't have been, and I think that's the last relationship. Are you? How are you meeting people now? Are you going on dates and stuff or no? No, not no. at all. Well, before this Brona stuff hit, there was like a girl I was talking to, kind of starting to hang out, and then this hit. So I feel like this put me where I could only kind of hang out with the girls that I've always. I don't want to. Yeah, say you don't want to start a new in my rotation, but I can't think of a better way. Less crap. Girls you knew it. before that yeah. you had okay. relationships with. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's so now it's like because I don't. You really use I like I use the apps, but I don't not at all. Like I'll swipe and I never look at it again. And yeah. Then, so it's really it's hard like, if you don't keep up. It's hard to. Yeah, do, yeah. I don't. So how are you meeting people? These women that that you talked to before the virus quarantine. How did I meet them? You oh, well, the, the one girl I was talking to, I met her because I was at a different girl's house that I slept with before and we we're all hanging out. But then I was like, who are you? And then she caught my attention and, you know, I got her Instagram and then communicated. And we DMs. Hung, yeah, DMs. DMs. Yeah, I, I'd see. I use more DMs. How Instagram are you? Where, where are these places you go used to go to in the suburbs? Like are these bars, bars or people's houses? Bars, bars. Yeah. Like there's a specific bar that my buddy owned. Or owns uh, in Beach Park that I would go to, and last year I went. And there's it's just packed with people packed. in their twenties and thirties. Yeah, packed single people. Yes, uh, it's like a club. how come I've never heard of this? Uh, it's because you live in the city. Yeah, <laughs> how far is Beach Park? Is about an hour away. Yeah, about an hour away. Now with traffic, it's now there's no but traffic. Let's say forty five minutes. Okay, right now with no traffic. Forty five. So Beach minutes. Park, you go to this bar, mm-hmm. and there's. 
people all over. Jammed. It's packed. What kind of bar is this? A dive it's, bar? Or no, like a, it's like a. If you go in by that by the time it's eleven thirty, it's like a, it's like a late like night a club, packed. playing playing packed. like club music. Playing people like, are dancing. Don't rap and reggaeton Latino music. It's all Latinos too. Okay, so it's reggaeton and rap. And then oh, it's a Latino some, place. Yeah. Are you dating mostly Latino girls? Yeah. Okay. I think I've only. I'm scared of white women. I feel. <laughs> Why are you scared of white women? I don't know. I feel they're gonna. You're a lawyer. I feel they're gonna uh, sue me or press char- or something. I don't know. I'm always. Why I, would they sue you? I just feel they're gonna call the cops on you or something, right? Set you up. Yeah. I, I've sure. always been scared. They're like, there, there's a the Patrice. I don't know if you heard the Patrice bit where he's talking about white women. Like at first, they're very friendly. In the front, but they'll turn. They'll be cold. It's like, uh, it, and it, I, I don't know. I've always been, I'm scared. So all these women that you talk to, the engagement girl Latino. and all this, they're all Latinos? Yeah. And they're, this is a, is there a pop, Latino population in like Beach Park or all something? Oh, Mexican is all. Really? So Waukegan is all Mexican now. Well, it was. I did, I knew that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was, but it recently was taken over by Hondurans. They, okay. They're the new, they. That still over. counts as Latino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it is. But. You don't date Honduran? No, I try not to. Why? I, I That's kind of racial. Yeah, it is. I hate Hondurans. Why? And, and my friends are all <laughs> Hondurans. Uh, just Honduran women? And yeah, but well, my, I, all my friends growing up were Honduran and Hon- Puerto Rican. They're actually they were Honduran Puerto Rican. Okay. A lot of my friends, and then I've been to Honduras like a bunch of times with them, but I don't. I try not to to date Honduran women. Or Have you dated them before and had a bad experience? No, I've, I've just slept with Honduran women. Okay. I can't. I can't. Listen. You know I'm a lawyer. I talk about it often. But when I have legal questions or I have legal issues that I'm facing, I go to my friend Scott Shapiro. So if you've been injured on the job, um, need compensation, you might be entitled to money that you don't even know about. And that holds true for workers' compensation, personal injury, all that stuff. Um My friend Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers and doing entertainment law for almost 20 years now. You need to contact him, 312-648-8800, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He is legitimately one of the best people and best lawyers I know. Um, If you call him, you tell him Singles Only sent you or I sent you, it's a free consultation. Granted, it's a free consultation anyway, probably, but boom. Just just throw my name so I can uh, stay in business here. Um, He is a full-service law firm in addition to workers' compensation cases, work injuries. He handles litigation. He handles all your legal needs for entertainment law. So those of you who are entertainers out there have legal questions. He's your guy. Again, free consultation. Don't take a chance and not get a lawyer. 312-648-8800 or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. I think you have a, a mindset where something happens to you and you'll just incorporate everything with like, even with restaurants, you're like cluckers. You're like, I can't go there. That was <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucked up way to look at shit. But let me ask you this. Okay. When you see a woman, are you able to tell by looking at them if they're from Honduras or from a little bit okay but there's a lot of variety in hondurans and people right. like all it's spectrum white the, it changes but after you of, talk to them you bit. can figure it out the dudes i walk by there's a part in my mom lives and i walk by and i see them i'm like oh wait they're especially walking because i know there's a honduran population you could say oh wait they're not mexican they're honduran 
Okay. You, yeah, there's a little bit. When they talk, they have a different accent oh, too, right? You hear, yeah, yeah, you pick it up right away. Like, okay. The accent is completely. It's a very rough language in Spanish. So the the um this bar you go to in Beach Park. Went to. Went to. The old me. Uh-huh. You don't go there anymore. No, I try not to. Why not? Because that's where I get in trouble. Like, well, I that's for one for two months. What happened was my friend wanted to invest in the bar. It was a dive bar with five people at night. Some people were playing. There was nobody there. And he's like, you know what? I want to invest in it. So I started going. It was just us, him, the owner, and a few people. And he slowly builds it up where it's it just got a packed place. It got, it got a packed place. And it still is like that. Or before well, before the- this it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was there one of their last nights. And then I um I forgot what you asked me. I asked you about this place, why you don't go there anymore. Oh, You're okay. Trouble. So last year I had I had a two month stretch where I'd I'd go there all the time, and it's a lot of younger women and I don't know I thought it was some boss or something I was just spending all this money getting all these bottles and then like I spent all this money in they have bottle years. service at yes, this bar yes, yes like it's like a club club yeah it's like a club right? your friend made this into it from a Based dive bar to a club yep yep exactly what is this place Clark's Clark's? Clark's? Clark's okay Clark's Beach Park right okay. I did a show actually I did a show there with uh, 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 Joey Abby Louise, okay St. James Oscar okay uh, it was a good show okay um, but yeah but tricking all my money like and then next thing i knew i was like i spent all these thousand dollars in like in a few months and i was like what 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 and i was like what what's and i just like you know what and i chilled out chilled out on going out chilled out on going drinking and i was good up until july 15th last year and i went to miami and in one night i spent four thousand dollars uh one on night yeah with these strippers wait, wait wait yes sir it's not a strip bar I was at a strip club but me and the strippers went back no this is different yeah okay let's talk about the four thousand dollar night okay first so that that's the night where I am a lot it changed my life, right? Okay. Because I came back way calmer. Wait, so what happened was my friend's a vegan. Uh, he he was he has a really popular place called Vegan Junkie in South Florida that's really popping. Uh, and then there was a vegan festival. It was hey, can you come and help out? Just in where South Florida, uh, Miami, Miami, Miami. Okay. And I was like, all right, let's go, right? Let's go. And uh, he used to live by the strip club in Miami, in South Miami, and I'd go every year. Uh, mm-hmm. And then this year, I was like, I told him, I'm not going. We can't go. Because when I go there, I lose control. And then I spend a bunch of money. Uh, and I go to the back with the strippers. And I was like, it's not going to happen. So we went to a bar. The bar after. I well, went, let's talk about this. You went to the Vegan Fest in Florida. Vegan you fest. go to the bars first. No, we. I went there to work. We worked. You I worked during the out. day. And so then Sunday, it was over. We're done with everything. It was a few day festival. Industry night. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like, let's go. We, I helped you. Let's go out. We haven't gone out in a while. You went to the clubs first. Yeah, so we went to like a club. And it was Don't horrible. do well there. You go to the strip bars. Yeah, we, we went it. to two bars, yeah. And it was really bad. We were just going to hang out. Just me and his dude, friends. His friends yeah. yeah, just to hang out. And it was it was so bad where it's like, he's like, you want to go to BT's? And I had a few drinks in BT's me. is a strip club. Yeah, and you know what? I wasn't drinking at that time. Because of the, all the money I spent at Clark's, I kind of chilled out. I had a one or two drink max. And this he, is after you chilled out at Clark's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then he, he used to work at the bar we went to. And one of the bartenders saw me. And I was just drinking clump soda and or like with like one a little bit of tonic. And so I had a two drink max. And then she's like, she saw We were friends. I saw she like filled up my drink. And I was like, oh. And it was too late. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Whatever. One drink. Yeah, you know. But she loaded at it. At BT's. No, at. Uh, the club. I don't want to say the name of the. Okay, but is it a club. bar? Oh, that's strip club. Yeah, so I'm at a bar before the strip club. Strip club, you go, your friend works there, you go to the strip club, she sees you, and she pours your drink before you can stop it. At the bar before there, she she poured me, over poured me a drink at the bar before I got to the strip club. Got it. And then 
that kind of got me going because one or two drinks I evil can handle. evil lobo comes yeah, out yes exactly gotcha. lobo comes out so i i got that buzz and i was like because i told him i don't want to go to the strip club then we go to the strip club and now like i'm having more drinks and i'm the lobo's out right and he i before before that i went to atm and took out money when he didn't see because i already like in the back of my head it's like we're going like in my you're head, in miami when in rome you just worked to vegan vegan fest you're yeah. ready to fucking and then they, yeah that second drink when that second drink hits me and i hit that buzz that's when it's like I could I could go off. So now we're at the strip club. He's like, all right, it's closing. He's like, let's go home. You don't have to do this this year. You have to be stupid and spend all your money. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere. So he's like, are you sure? He, and he, so he's like, all right. So he leaves, takes it because his You're wife, by yourself. I'm by, he leaves me. I'm by myself. You know what I mean? So he, he has a wife, a kid. His mother-in-law's in town. He leaves me. And then he doesn't hear from me until I show up to his house the next day at like 6 p.m. Uh, because it's, I have a flight at 930. So what happened was I went to the back with these strippers. Uh, I had them get me Coke. And then they're like, We're, this is closing. You want to pay us this amount of money? We can go to go get a motel. Like, let's go. So we, I go with them. To go get a what? A motel. Okay. So then I go with them to the stripper. So then we're at this motel. So how I many? It's you and how many people? Two strippers. Two women, just you? And, and me, two. yeah, yeah. Okay. So then at that point, it was a night I kept ordering Coke cash app them the money to get coke and then they would get the coke for you or they get it delivered okay and i cash app them right and then we only got the two-hour room you know the hooker hotels have the two-hour rooms so i had to keep paying for that because it kept going and then we ran out of booze so i had to we we bought booze from the motel they had beers there and they brought us beers uh at one point i did i did break the toilet on accident because we ran out of booze all we had left was this bottle of wine that i got at the gas station before we got there so I was like, and we didn't have a bottle opener. So I went to the bathroom, tried to break it and against the toilet, and I broke the toilet. So then all the water, later I went to go pee, all the water spilled. So, and, and then it was like 5 p.m. And I was like, oh, wow, I have a flight ticket. Like, I got to go. You know what I mean? So I went with them. They gave me a ride somewhere. I took it. You're Uber. still doing lines this whole time. We're, yeah, we're doing coke up until like 5. Uh, sexual stuff in the beginning, but then I lost my dick. Yeah. I cocaine. Coke dick. Um, and then, yeah, and then I went, then I, I left, and I was like, Wow. And throughout the night, you know, it's like, hey, our time is up. So send them more cash. So it ended up being at least four grand. I did my receipts. And without yeah. cash, the cash app and the bank stuff, it was like four grand. And then I remember I went to his house and took a 30-minute nap. We went to the airport, and I was just sitting there looking at my bank accounts. Everything was drained. I drained all my bank accounts. And I was like, damn it. And I came back, and then I started cat. I used to caddy on the weekends, carrying golf bags for golfers. And I came back, and I was like, hey, you, can, I, can I caddy? So every weekend... I went from, you know, being fine, comfortable to now I'm catting every single weekend for the rest of this to make up for this. And I did. I made up for it and more. Yeah. And it kind of changed my life. After that, I was like, all right, dude, I need to chill. Can't out. party like that. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Did you, um, how long ago was this? July 15th last year. Oh, it's a year ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> July 15th. July 15th. And I started the podcast <laughs> shortly after that. Let me ask you this. Yes, sir. So you said, uh, <laughs> you said that before that you were chilling out at Clark's because some shit happened at Clark's though, too. I just, yeah. I went two or three months where I was just tricking. Spending money. I probably spent four grand in those three months on just booze. But, but over a span of time. Months. Yeah. And you weren't going to strip clubs and getting hookers no, and shit no, like that. No, it was. Uh, Are there hookers in Beach Club or Beach There's Round? There's hookers everywhere. When I used to, <laughs> okay. When I used to get hookers like a few years ago. Uh, no, they're everywhere. Like, okay, let me ask you this: You're are you a strip club guy? Because I have friends who are strip club guys, not a strip club. I'm not a strip club, but there's specific strip clubs I go to. 
because I can have sex with the strippers. Because they okay, yeah. So this so is up, yeah. This is a, a problem I have, and I don't, I hate strip clubs. I hate them, and, and I, I I like hanging out there with strippers and just mm-hmm. talking to them because I, I think they're they're. My friend has a podcast uh, talking about uh, 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 strippers' lives and how how they end up becoming strippers. Mm-hmm. Some of them are working through law school, whatever, all that stuff, and that's true. I had a girl in law school who was a, was a stripper. Uh, who was a, a law student. I get it. But I just never understood the concept of st- strip clubs. My friend is a huge strip club guy. And here's my thing. It's not like I'm above everything. I'm not a, a Puritan. Because I, I think I'm the opposite. Because I'm like, what's the point? Like, mm-hmm. you don't get to do anything. But you're telling me there are strip clubs where you could no, I go in the back have and sex. sex with okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So. so I never, I thought there was no sex in the champagne room. No, That's what I was told. <laughs> there's sex in these champagne rooms. Okay. Um, but yeah, I go to the, the like I don't go to strip clubs up here in the like in the Midwest, once in a blue moon, and I don't like it. I don't like the music they play. Did okay, you when you go out, it ruins your vibe. Yeah. Okay. When, when you go out, that's why I like Clark's. The music was always good. Like to me, it's super important. Are you meeting these women at Clark's or are these bars in in your suburb where you find out later that they're hooking? No, no. Okay. The hooking okay. was was back in the day. Okay. When I used to you know like Backpage or things like that. Uh, but then I chilled out on that i was like what am i doing so were that, you ever afraid of like getting caught like busted by cops or something on Backpage or anything like that um or, I does got, that happen yeah okay yeah so lake county would release uh uh the lake county newspaper over there would release every few months they would release they do a sting up by me and they would release an article with names and pictures of all the johns they caught right and then i remember i would see that and my friends would like something screenshot i was like oh i thought i'd see you here but then I remember when that would happen, I'd be like, oh, crap. In my mind, I'd be like, here's an opportunity because this next week or two, they're not going to restart this, this thing sting this quick. So I, I'm going to get a hooker <laughs> right now. You know what I mean? But uh, After the stings, you're yeah, like, yeah. that's the best time to hit. But, no, that's a good, that's a good move. And I got to the <laughs> point where I, I started, re- I knew who the cops were. Like, I, you could tell. I, was it with the call, the language. The way they talk. The way they talk. You know, it's in, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to ask you questions. They're going to try to bring out, okay, you want to have sex for money? Things like that where if uh, a regular hooker, it's, it's more like time, place. Right to the point. Uh, how much time? What time? Half hour? Like, there's none. Of, there's no, no language. So on the apps too. Just so you know, have you ever seen that there are hookers on the apps? I saw too? that now. Yeah, I saw that. So especially in. So I was in Vegas doing some shows, and then uh, um, people. I I promote my Instagram on 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 my at my shows and stuff. So I'll get DMs from random women uh, who are at the shows. It's not sexual, but then they'll start hitting. And then one girl was like, where are you at? Where are you at? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm not drinking tonight. I don't really drink after my shows unless whatever. And it was a hooker. Like she saw that I hashtagged Vegas in one of my things. And she saw that I was alone. And like they like were, and she wouldn't stop. Like I kept talking to her when I was I'm back in Chicago. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not going to pay for, for sex, but will you like, can I run some jokes by you? And like <laughs> just to piss her off. And, and she wouldn't stop. Like she's like, okay, well, let me know. I'm like, dude, are you like mentally challenged like what's going on <laughs> like i'm not i'm she's not persistent. interested yeah well, she's a or just person. read what she just wrote me like it's like i'm not even in your city oh but, okay but there are yeah they are they hit you up on the apps or I, on instagram too. I, I see i see the the i see them like on the apps like i know some people that they he he got uh, a hooker on snapchat or something like that right right they're on there too but but now yeah i try to stay away so it's like I, i've I, never I, done I, that i've never don't, done don't well let me ask you this so don't. you you used to these 
the back pages they would be in different areas in everywhere. the suburbs. They're everywhere. And everywhere you, how, city, how, what's the furthest you any go? Any hotel you would any hotel at that time. I remember like when I would search any anywhere in America, any hotel here anywhere they're there. You know what I mean? Maybe not the super expensive, but they're they're in everywhere. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm, when I go to Flo- I, I go to Orlando for work. I know Florida has it. Dude, I know Vegas has them. I know California. Here, I had to hook here in the city. Like I, I left a, a show one time. I remember one time I left a show. Uh, it was a, a Ken Steele show. I don't know if you knew him, but it was like yeah. I left a show and there was a girl there who actually came out to see me, but and a girl I was sleeping with. But at the time, it's like I didn't want to hang out. You know what I mean? And I was like, and, and I lied to her and I said that I couldn't hang out, but instead I got a hooker that night and I could have gone home with this girl and slept with her. You know, it's like I can get women. The girl you're with, but you went with a hooker. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't want to text her the next. I just, I didn't. Why do you think that is? Why do you, why do you prefer hookers sometimes? At that time, it's because it was like or it's done. You? It's done. I don't, I don't feel guilty. It's a physical thing, and you don't want to. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and have to text them, and then you know what I mean, like. Charlie Sheen said that you're paying hookers to leave. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he had a saying that. for yeah, that. He's yeah, like, yeah. "You're it's a, there's this, I mean, you're paying for sex whether you're in a relationship or not." So. Yeah, because I'm not. Look, I'm I'm not a direct person. Sometimes I don't like hurting people's feelings, so I'll, I'll avoid. Like you're I don't physically attracted to someone, but you're not interested in something deeper. Y- yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, so I think at that time I'd lean. Okay, the hooker, I can go have sex, leave. That's no. I'm not gonna upset her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the girl was like, "Man, I don't, I don't want to hang out. I, I'd like to just go home. I, I mean, I guess I want to, but I don't want to. And then I got to text her tomorrow. And for a few days, I feel like obligated. I don't want to be. You rude. don't want that. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy. So I was like, I went with the hooker that night. But here in the city, they were everywhere, right, right. dude. They're everywhere. They were. are you? Uh, do you? So it seems like you're just. Those are physical things that you're no longer doing. Are you yeah. interested in getting in a serious relationship or getting married or having kids or anything like that? The kids. Two years ago, I wanted a kid. For like a six months, I was like, I had this. Baby. It's like a toy. You're like, I want a car. I want a kid. I was like, yeah. I want to get somebody pregnant, and then it went away. But now I'm in, indifferent if I have a kid Kids. or not. What about marriage and relationships? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Because I feel, I think I was, I don't know. I think maybe, you, I don't know if you had this argument with somebody on this podcast, but I feel when you're married or if you have a, when you're not single, I think it's easier to focus. Well, at least for me, because I feel when I'm single, like there's different women. There's more distractions for me. Like mm-hmm. if I had sure a relationship. It's, I don't have to worry. I could focus on more personal career growth. goals yeah. or growth and think where I'm not, oh, I'm going to go impress this girl. I'm going to do it's. It's a lot, man. It's, it's a work. A, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a lot of work. You know what I mean? Dating is, 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 it's like a, another job. If you, yeah. if, especially if you're on the apps, you're talking to multiple people or something like that. It, it gets stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And you're like, oh, like, I got to, they get, they're going to ask you 80 questions like, so tell me about your life and oh. stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. And you have to start all over because it's, it's hard to, for me, it's hard to, because it's like, okay, you're a comedian, but you used to be a lawyer, but you used to be a musician. It's like, it's, it's, yeah. I don't want to fucking, it's, you don't, it's, you get it. It's work, man. And yeah. It's work. And it's just thinking about it right now. It's just, oh, I can't. Ugh. So when you were partying back before, not the $4,000 night in Miami, mm-hmm. but the nights you were going out partying in Cl- Clark's mm-hmm. or the, in Beach, what is it called? Beach Park. Beach Park. God, I don't even know these fucking suburbs. <laughs> I, I grew up in suburbs too, but West suburbs. So you, you'd go out, is this weekends or every night? Weekends, Some it got to a point where it was like Friday, Saturday, and then it was like I was doing Sunday and I was doing Thursday. I was... Because look, my, at my job, it's 1030 to 7, so it gives me the option to be out a little bit late. Cause right. Because I, I can kind of just go get my few hours of sleep. And so it, it, yeah, yeah, I it get gave it. me that window, unfortunately. I wish I didn't have it, 
at that time because I think it would have been more disciplined. But no, it started getting to it was like a few nights a week and during the week and the weekends. Yeah, and then industry night obviously Sunday, Sunday, Wednesday party nights. So it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And how are you meeting? You just go up to girls, you start, you get bottles, and then you just there. Yeah, and then like I know some of the people, and some people know some other people. It's a small area. Everyone knows each other. Small area in a corner, and then. Yeah, and I was just Clarkin' for like three months, and then I realized, like, what am I? Clarkin'? I, that's what I called it, yeah. yeah <laughs> I was Clarkin'. I was Clarkin' for I was Clarkin for three months, and I was like, I was like, what have, what have I done? Because like, some of the people you're going to meet there aren't exactly, I don't know, people that I, I don't think I would want to settle down with. And I was like, what am I doing? So then I chilled out, then Miami, and I'm chilled out again. So now I'm more. You're, but you think after this corona thing, you're going to be like ready to fucking be crazy no, no, again? Now I'm very cautious of. Because I started, you know, before Corona, I started getting busier with the podcast and with comedy and everything. And I realized like, I don't have that much time. So I can't waste this sure. time on these girls that really nothing's going to go. Like It's not going anywhere. It's gonna, yeah. So it's like I need to chill out. So I, now it's like, okay, I got I to gotta be more careful who I hang out. I was, I was more conscious of my time and my effort with people because I would spend time and effort with people. It's like, why, why am I doing this? Like, I don't even like this person. I think, I think am I just trying to sleep with them? It's like, ugh. So now it's like. I, yeah, as you get old. older, that shit gets old too. I'm <laughs> yeah, older yeah. than you, so let me ask you this: mm-hmm. All right, when you're when you're hooking up with these hookers and or whatever, when you did, mm-hmm. were you ever afraid of like catching shit, like diseases? Or? Not the disease, the police thing, maybe. Uh, not diseases because they were very. It was like cleanly. You go. They had a spray. They wipe you down after like the paper. Put the condom on, and they're like, they had, there was a spray. They were, they were like, it was pre-rona. They were, they were sanitizing everything. Um, yeah. So I wasn't, I wasn't an issue. One time I did freak out slash get upset because I was at a strip club and I was in Florida and I was having sex with a stripper and the condom broke, and then I, but then she freaked out on me and she's like, oh my god, like just like, do you have anything? And she, she freaked out on me and I was kind of upset. Like, you're, I don't mean, you're the process or whatever. Yeah. It upset me a little you're bit. like, how would I be? Right. Uh, but, but that, yeah, that, that was one time, but I've never had any, no, any issue like that ever. But it was like, it was more like maybe ever getting caught or something like that. Sure. More. Yeah. I get it. Um, and so the, the prostitutes in Miami or in Florida, that was, that was usually strippers in Florida. Strippers, strippers turning so. into sex. Yeah. That was strippers. You go in the back. You pay them extra, and then you pay the security guard an extra they, 50 bucks. This is in the, at the strip club. At the strip club, you're having sex with them in the you, champagne You rooms. pay them. Yeah, you pay them like the 250 or whatever, and then the security guard gets his 40 bucks. You pay him, and then, no, it was a and, it, and it's just a time frame, or you just mm-hmm. until you finish? Uh, I, I think it's like around half an hour until you finish, but some of them would try to like like give you a hand job or a hand job. Forever. And keep going. It to yeah, make, and, and, so I was like, and, and I was like, no, 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 I know what you're doing. That's enough of that. You know what I mean? Cause try to make you come. Yeah. So that yeah. So they can they can uh, uh, you know. Are there? I so I'm fucking naive as hell. So this was something that happens. Uh, of all the strip clubs, would you you know which when you go to strip clubs you can tell which ones you can do stuff more or do you have to ask a secret question? No, that, somebody like told me I found a strip club and somebody went to and they're like, and they told me that they had sex. And I was like, no. Then I went with them and I would just go to. Because I enjoyed the strip club, and then I was like, "Oh!" And then I went to the back with one, and then I forgot what it ended. Like the first, time I was like, "Oh!" Once, once I knew, and then I was like, "Oh, okay." Then I figured it out. I was like, "All right, cool." And I know which ones to pick. Like, "Oh, that one's too pretty. She's getting too much attention. Let me go her. That'll be." Some ones you could tell which you can have sex with, and some that they won't. Or are they all open game? Like anyone has a dollar. You could. They're sex workers. Some won't. I was kind of like, use coded language. Like, let's go to the back, and it's like. I was specific, but not specific. Basically, like, like what's going to happen? But 
Wait, uh, you so you would pick one, go to the champagne room, and then you can ask them. But before the champagne room, I was like, I was like, what's going like, to happen? What's going to happen? Right. And then she's like, what do you want to happen? You know, she'll, she'll tell me he's like, you know, what, whatever you want or something like. And then and I kind of ask him, do you do this? But I wasn't specific. I forgot the language I would use. But then whatever there's words there hinting. Yeah, yeah. There's hinting. I was like, oh, okay, I'll go to the bag with you then. Otherwise, okay. No. You know what I mean? So some of them will be like or hand s- hand work or yeah, whatever. Yeah, or some I'll go. Some of them I test out. Maybe get a regular lap dance and see where that goes, and then ask her there. And then it's like, oh, okay. And then I would ask her there. Then I think I'd be more blunt. I was like, okay. Then we'll go to the other room, and pay. Like she's she's down. Let's do it. Let's do it. And you just you just have sex with them. Yes. Yes, sir. So here's what's funny. I have friends who'd go to strip clubs and they wouldn't. They would try to have sex with the women and they wouldn't let them. These guys are married guys who. Now they're all divorced, but um, <laughs> but why? what they would do instead was they'd go, they'd go to they I forgot what it was called. It was like happy hour Wednesday or whatever the shit they did, and they would just wear mesh shorts, no underwear under. I've done that, and then just because they're like it's closer to the skin, and it's like you're you're gonna get off quicker with, and yeah. the girls would like give them hand jobs through their yeah linen shorts. That was an old. That's all they would do though. Yeah, nothing more. But yeah, over here when I was younger, I was like where I went to a strip club and I was like. I think I went with basketball shorts one time. Yeah, that's yeah. what they were like, yeah. mesh shorts. And no underwear, yeah. And I they would that. just walk out. They knew they just came in their pants. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah. I don't think I came, but, you know. Uh, but, yeah, but over here when I was younger, because when I was younger, like, I discovered strip. Because I was, like, I went to my first strip club when I was, like, I tried to go when I was, like, young, 15 or something in L.A. When I had this fake ID, but they mm-hmm. saw me, and they, the guy immediately, like, hey, you can't be. And I was, like, I have an ID. And he looked at it. He's, like, get out of here. He just took it away. But then I got, <laughs> I got an, my aunt's like, you, I want to get a fake ID. And she's like, what do you want? Do you want to be 21? I was like, no, 18. She's like, for what? And I was like, for strip Don't clubs. Yeah, 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 yeah. strip clubs and, and getting porn, buying porn. Right, right. You know, I'm older, pre, pre-internet, pre right? It was just pictures. So then I had an ID and I used it to go to the Admiral strip club over here. Yeah, yeah. And then the yeah, I was 17. And I had my thing that said I was 18 and I went and I came to the Admiral and that was like my, so I, my first strip, it was like, you know, it's like, oh wow. Because I was underage and I was like, it was uh it's like I got I want to do this, right? Were there girls that you would specifically go see? Like no, the, no, I would just anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm 17 yeah, or 16, yeah. and it's like I want to go to strip club. It's like yeah, because I'm young, you know. I wasn't getting laid. I didn't get laid till I was 18. Without getting, I mean, did they ever have sex at the Admiral? No, uh, that's what I figured. Like no, that place I, is more I, like there was one place, and, and the other one too. They had v, v, VPs or oh, VIPs. VIPs. Those guys didn't. They didn't even show boobs. I think they're right. Yeah, they things on them. Yeah, they, yeah, because there's probably. There's like rules, so like you know, open. You have to go to the. You underwear. have to go outside of Chicago Indiana. to get the the shady stuff. Uh, Vegas, <laughs> Vegas. In Delavan, Wisconsin. No, in Delavan, Wisconsin, oh. there's a place called Vegas that we discovered, which was kind of grimy, and they touch a little bit more than they would at these places. And then I'd we'd go there, like we found it on accident. Like we went to the one. This is when you're younger. Yeah, yeah, and I was like looking for strip clubs, and we found one that was the kind of close in Lake Geneva. Okay. And it was pretty bad. And I was like, this is horrible. Let's just leave, right? And we're leaving. We're in the parking lot. We asked him, dude, is there any strip clubs around here? He's like, well, there's another one, but if you t- go this and take this road, you'll see this. And then if you take a left, then you'll see this Arby's. And I was like, I was like, you know, and my friend's like, do you get that? He's like, no. And I was like, you know what? We, we'll figure it out. Before GPS, I was like, I think we got it. I think I got it. We're desperate. So yeah. we go and we're driving and we're finally these You see an Arby's? Yeah, we, yeah, we see, we see, we think we're lost. And it's like, Finally, we are like, oh man, let's just turn back, dude. Like, I don't, I don't know, yeah. I don't know. And then there's, it's funny because there's a little hill. We start going up the hill, and you see a light. 
where the thing was that you see it, and then we saw Vegas. Yeah. And we found it. We we would go back there a few times, you know. Good it's like place. an hour and a half away from us, but yeah. It was yeah, it was nice. It was gritty. It was a little bit grittier, but you know, there was more contact there, so we would go. Contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex or thing? Uh, I never tried no, yeah, or yeah. whatever. It was small, but like the I think, you know, like maybe hands. I didn't yeah. get it, but maybe my friend one yeah, time. Yeah. He uh, put his That's crazy. Really graphic. Yeah, you can be graphic. I don't want to. He put his finger inside the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Inside the gr- in the grimy areas. Oh, I'll yeah, call it that. Yeah, yeah. That's this is insane. I'm learning way more. And and my friend who has a uh is Corey Corey uh McAllis has a podcast about uh stripping. I I, f- I freaking forgot the name of it. But um it's a great podcast and this stuff I never learned any of this stuff back there like yeah, on his yeah. podcast. So yeah, I'm learning more from you than from my friend's podcast which is all about this stuff. I want to get like a stripper or a hooker on the Lobo Den. I tried to. I almost had yeah. this homeless guy, but he <laughs> this crackhead, but he bailed out of me on his um, birthday. Yeah, that's the the. Uh, it's just something I never knew uh, was happening at these places. And, and I just found out there's this girl who's a comedian, Stripper Whisper. Stripper Whisper this is his podcast. I've been talking about it with Corey uh, McAllis, hilarious comedian uh, from Seattle, I believe. It's a it's a great podcast. They they sit down with po- with uh, strippers. Yeah, and well, talk I did, to them. this girl I want to get on the podcast. She was a comedian. She's a comedian, but then in college she was hooking. She was sex working. Oh, really? And, yeah, okay. I just found this out today. A friend was telling me, and I was like, "Whoa!" So I'm going to reach out to her because I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. What, what what happened in college? She just and not regular relationship, but now she was hooking in college. Yeah. And I was like, "Whoa!" I, I want to know. I want to know. Well, there's different. Yeah. Now there's a lot of women who do. Uh, they do the sugar daddy pack the sugar daddy uh dating app where it's they're oh, looking yeah, for right. people yeah, they're yeah. sugar babies yeah the sugar and babies. you can you can negotiate stuff and then there's sex activities but it's not really hooking okay some people say it is i don't know but this is interesting uh so you do think that you do eventually you're going to grow outgrow this stuff or i, I feel like i i kind of outgrew it like okay. after miami like the 4,000 things changed your just, life? Yeah, I just came back and I was just like, and I remember that next week, that next Friday, I took a half day at work and I went to go caddy and then I was just, it was, it was when it was that those really hot days and it was one of the hottest days we had last year and I'm sitting there and I had these two golf bags on me, I'm dripping in sweat and I was like, dude, was it worth it? Like, fu- like that, that You have night, to work your ass off for, for to like make that money back. Every yeah. Week, yeah, I worked every day for the rest of that summer to make it back and it was like, but... It kept me out of trouble. I had to wake up early. And now I got to save money. And it's like, I made that back and now I had savings yeah. back and everything. But fuck. Well, what else are you going to spend your money on? Yeah, yeah. Ring of Jarrett's? Yeah. You can't do yeah. Oh, two. Oh, huh. no, no. The other one wasn't. The other one, yeah. <laughs> no, two, I'm just fucking with Two rings of Jared. Two rings. Um, Two rings. The other one was. A promise ring. The 29-day girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was her birth. This is how the breakup happened. It was her, oh. her, her birthday was coming up right and I, I messaged her friends like what should i get her for her birthday I'm like i don't know what to get her a birthday we just started dating she's like well she likes this one pandora ring so i went to pandora didn't have it and then i went to and then somebody told me she's like oh i think jared has pandora ring so i was like oh, jared not again i was like whatever <laughs> i called they have the ring that she wanted so i go to the jared i buy it i have it in the trunk i'm gonna give it to her but we go to like that day when she's like hey let's go to clark he's like all right what we'll pick you up he's like i'll meet you there and i I don't even notice that she says, I'll meet you there instead of like, Pick we'll go up. together. And I was like, that's a little weird, whatever. Don't think anything of it. But then, yeah, in the parking lot, she breaks up. It's funny because she breaks up with me. Yeah, she's breaking up with me in the parking lot after we eat and I paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's breaking up and I have the, she breaks up with me. I have the ring in my trunk and I'm like, because I was going to give it to her in a day or two. But instead, 
she went to Vegas that weekend with her girlfriends for her birthday. And then I remember the next, that Monday, I had to go to work late because Jared doesn't open until 10. So I went to the Jared and the Lorchard, went, returned it, and I was like, fuck, another one, dude. Yeah. Like another, and Same was, lady again? Yeah. She's like, you again. Like, yeah, you again. Was yeah, it real? No, but I think I had a bit about it. You again was one of the lines. Um, but yeah, so now, like, Jer- I'm done with Jared. Like, I think <laughs> yeah. it's like. Fuck th- that guy. I just can't. I just, it's, it's not a good idea for me to go to Jared anymore. So <laughs> I'm done with Jared. Well, we uh, we're out of time, okay. uh, Giovanni. Tell us tell us where people can find out more about your adventures on uh, your podcast. Yeah, yeah, on the podcast, uh, the Lobo Den podcast. So it's on everything. Pandora's soon. I just applied, but everything else it's Ironheart, Apple, iHeartRadio, uh, Instagram, Lobo ninety one ten, and the Lobo Den podcast, Twitter, Lobo Den podcast. So out on everything, the Lobo Den podcast. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Giovanni. Thanks for coming on. And thanks, everyone, for uh, listening to another episode of Singles Only Podcast. If you have questions, concerns, emails, follow-ups, you know how to get a hold of me. pfarvar at gmail.com is my email. Or just DM me unless you're a hooker. Don't do that.